Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Brute force. If it doesn't work, you're just not using enough. You're listening to Software Radio. Special Operations Military News and Straight Talk with the Guys in the Community. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Soft Rep Radio. This is the new fresh episode just for your ears. If you're viewing this on any of our YouTubes or on our softrep.com, thanks so much. As you can already see, my guest today is none other than Jeff Kirkham. Let me give you a little backstory on Jeff, if I can, and he can correct me. Jeff is an author of the Black Autumn series books or co-author. Jeff is Ready Man Network. Jeff is someone who believes in, you know, life-saving equipment like rats, uh, tourniquet systems. Jeff has also ventured in coffee and flamethrowers and you name it, and uh, special forces uh, with the United States Army. Jeff's career spans the globe and probably like a quarter of a century in DOD-style commitments for us, honestly, because I want him to believe that. So, you know, and I believe Jeff is a Boy Scout advocate as well. So let's welcome Jeff to this episode. Welcome, Jeff. Hey, man. Thank you. It's good to be back. You know, we were talking right before the show about how it'd been a couple of years. You had interviewed me before. So it's, it's cool to, it's cool to be back on the show and, and chat with you. 
Yeah. Last time we had, uh, you know, face to face, it was real nice. Uh, we hadn't been hit with the pandemics that had happened. And now we're kind of coming out of that these days. You know, people are starting to get back into that one-on-one style interviewing process. I'm excited for it. I love it. I'm really a people person. And I know that you've been running podcasts and doing that for Ready Man for a long time, right? And so how's that affected you and your game? The same thing? Well, you know, we, we, we slowed down on our podcast and then put it on the shelf there for a little bit. YouTube actually deleted our uh, all of our videos. Oh, no. So back in the day, we were preaching about censorship and suppression and um, shadow banning, and everybody was like, whatever, it's not happening. And now it's like common knowledge. But yeah, we've, you know, Facebook deleted a couple of our pages and um, YouTube deleted our page. You know, we had almost a thousand videos up on there and they deleted that. And so and we just continue to chug along. And then the um, pandemic came through and all of the crazy insanity associated with with COVID. So we're working from home and in a burst of uh, insanity, call it insanity, I guess, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna, this is a good time to go back to school. So I, I actually went back to school and got my nursing degree. And, uh, and it's been phenomenal. The two years, it was an intensive two years accelerated program for my RN and then uh, well, congratulations yeah, thanks and and that's a big deal it's been really cool like working with people and being on the big part of the healing side and so I work part-time at a clinic you know to keep my hours up right now it's called uh, advanced muscle integration therapy or treatment that uh, is the Bueller clinic they've got one in Kaysville and uh one at Draper, and then they're spreading out all, actually all over the world. We've got docs. It's a meshing of fascial realignment, acupressure, chiropractic, nutrition mm-hmm. that brings in different modalities for helping people out. It's it's phenomenal. Like I was a patient, and then um, I had such a great response from it because my back is – I actually just recently found out I, I fractured the L4 – the process of the L4. I knew about that. What I didn't know about that the x-rays two weeks ago just showed me was I have a compression fracture of L5. And so, um, and then I basically have no disc between my lumbar and my thoracic. The discs are completely degenerated away. And jumping out of airplanes, carrying heavy loads, falling off the walls, you know, from my former life, you know, in special forces. Yeah. But these guys gave me relief, and I was just like, what are you guys doing? And um, they had a posting, and they were like, hey, we're looking for help. And I was like, hey, can I apply it? And they're, they were like, you know, they're, they're super nice people. And, and um, they were like, well, you have to know anatomy and physiology. And I was like, well, I'm a nurse. And they're like, oh, yeah, you can apply. <laughs> so I applied and got a job, and it's just like every day I'm learning something new, and it's changed the way that I look at, like, energy and acupressure i would have been the first one to go eh, i kind of believe in that stuff now i'm like no it works like every single person that we work on you know it's not like a be healed thing but every single person gets up and they're like yeah that's either a little bit better or a lot better for me Mike right they might neck problem that i'd had for literally 30 years i got off the table in 10 minutes and it was the first time I'd had relief. And I was like, what is going on here? I got to learn this. So, I, so, so somebody was like that. whiplash, like a consistent whiplash. You yeah. Know, you can't get rid of. Jumping. Yeah. Mm. 
jumping. Yeah, I can mm-hmm. I can tell you the exact jump where it started. Nineteen ninety two camp jumping in a camp Bolus, Texas. And I'm pretty sure my forehead bounced off my knees. And then my neck obviously was never the same and blah, 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 blah. So anyways. That was a static line jump then. Static line jump. Yep. Yep. Out yeah, of where you hook up that 141 jump. old aircraft that they don't have anymore. But um yeah, yeah. So I've been I've been doing that. I'm still doing Ready Man. We just released the last book in the Black Autumn series, Blood Spring. So that's out and people can jump on that. We've uh you know, Black Autumn has done really well. We've sold we're right about half a million copies uh, sold, which has been really cool because lots of people have, uh, have, you know, kind of our whole point with Black Autumn, it's post-apocalyptic fiction to anybody that's listening. It, it was, you know, it's been a bestseller a few times on Amazon and whatnot. We were part of the story of Black Autumn as we wrote it as kind of a creative way to get people emergency preparedness minded. And so that they would, you know, it was like, look, we could, write all these technical manuals and you know nobody's gonna buy them or the people who do buy them already or know that stuff anyway so we took an approach let's do a let's do a fictional novel let's make it interesting fun and then we'll insert some educational stuff in there and see how it goes and the response you know we wrote that several years ago and the response has just been phenomenal and then we've got novellas so there's nine books in the series actually and um right they've done really well and now we're playing with the idea of maybe doing like a kind of like a mini series with it so we'll see some type of live action come to life huh why not i mean how cool would that be you have nine you have nine books to play off of and I mean, uh, a lot of the scenery is probably in your backyard that you would like to use. The, the book takes place in Utah, so... <laughs> it takes place in Utah, so I mean, you know, it's not like you have to get a green screen. I mean, you could, but you don't have to. It's right there. And it's really, right? like, you know, it's almost surreal. We see, like, today, like yesterday, with the uh, with the cartels, like, like, they're literally at war with the Mexican government. Like, I was watching videos... Was that what I saw? Oh, man. I was watching of Mexican government helicopters with miniguns doing strikes on cartel targets. And then cartel have got 50 cows that they're shooting back for anti-aircraft stuff. And we we literally wrote about this, what was that, three, four years ago in uh, one of our blog articles. It was uh, The Insurgency Next Door. And people were kind of like, eh, they're criminals. And I was like, no, nah, they're more than criminals. And that's why one of the books that is in the Black Autumn series is Conquistadors, where the one of the cartels combines together, takes over, and then pushes into the, you know, into the failed United States. And, and um, that's one of the parallel novels. So, yeah, it's interesting of how, I won't say prophetic, because that's really egotistical, but, I mean, just how much it's like you can look at current events and kind of see the trend anybody can do it and go this is probably gonna happen like does somebody read my book (laughs) (laughs) you're like bro (laughs) like life imitating art or art imitating life that's kind of like it's true i read a book and then all of a sudden i start picking up on all these different things that are happening that i've read in a book it's like that's interesting yeah so i mean i'm i'm staying you know covid kept me busy i'm getting ready to start an advanced degree for my nursing, the healing, you know, helping people out has been really cool. And then we've, um, about, uh, every few weeks we've been running a mental health retreat 
with me and a few other folks. And that's been really fulfilling, helping helping out some folks to kind of figure stuff out with life. And it's just good people and it's non-pretentious. And um, it's been a fantastic learning experience for me too. Kind of sharing what I did, you know, to prepare for stressful events when I was in the military and, and talking to folks and it's like helping them out with figuring out. So it's a retreat that we do. It's like a three or four day retreat down in Southern Utah that we, that we do a beautiful ranch that's down there and it's called Mustang medicine. And so it's the rewilding retreat. And I do it with a few other folks, a few other guys that are down there and man, it's just, it's just been so long story short. That's really cool. It, yeah. It, it's like life has just gotten cooler and cooler and yeah and cooler. I, I really, I'm, I'm super blessed. I can't, you know, I can't complain. I've got a fantastic a good family space. and super good space. Yeah. And it just, you know, it just gets better and better. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The Seven from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories. And we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The Seven every weekday. So follow The Seven right now. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Are you going after your, is it the LPN? Is that what's after the RN? Is that the next? Well, actually, LPN is before, so licensed practical okay. nurse is before registered nurse, and then registered nurse, then I'll start working for my um, nurse practitioner. Okay, yeah, right. That's where you can kind of treat the patient as well as prescribe, right? Yeah, more and more. So it's interesting, anybody that's military that's out there, one, a nursing degree is a phenomenal root degree because it's intensive. It doesn't it doesn't have a bunch of the BS that's normally associated with college degrees. It's all core classes. Mm-hmm. And so that was that was really nice because I didn't have feel like I was wasting my time. But then nurses are like the NCO core of the hospitals and of the really of the healthcare profession. And so nurses run the hospitals. The doctors come in like officers and 
give their intent and, you know, and the, and obviously the docs are the surgeons and stuff, but it was interesting, you know, when I was working up at the university of Utah and the cancer ward, I was in for a surgery when I was doing my rotations and, um, you know, I was looking, I went over to talk to the anesthesiologist and, and I was like, Oh, well, how long have you been an anesthesiologist? And he's like, I'm not an anesthesiologist. I'm a nurse anesthetist. He's like, I'm like you, I'm a nurse. And I was like, what? And this is like major surgery because we're there was a double mastectomy of a of a you know of a patient and uh, breast cancer yeah breast cancer and you know and he was like he was like there's only one doctor in this room and he's like and it's her right there the surgeon and I was like well the other person that's that was going after the surgeon clean I was like well what what is she doing and I was like she's a nurse practitioner I was like well what is he's nurse practitioner right. and then the the gal running the er or not the er running the the, the room, the room OR. was a, yeah. was an rn and i was like oh my gosh i had yeah it was really really enlightening and and in the healthcare profession more and more nurse practitioners are taking over kind of that general practitioner cuz doctors i mean medical school is so freaking expensive they've got to specialize which has been good because they're getting we're getting highly specialized people. So like if you go to an orthopedic right. surgeon, they're like, I'm an orthopedic surgeon that works on shoulders. You need orthopedic surgery for knees, go talk to Dr. Rad because he's he does knees. I, I, I do shoulders. You know, they, they right. get really specialized. And kind of the more and you have nurses that are super specialized too, but if you go to like urgent care or something like that, you're probably gonna see an MP or a PA. But mm -hmm. um Physician's assistant's the PA. Yeah, right? physician's assistant, which, you know, the two that, I mean, for sake of this, con are there differences? Certainly. But for the sake of this conversation, the two are, I mean, nobody's going to know. Equal? Difference. They would fight together? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> PAs are going to, any PAs that are out there are going to scream right now and same with the MPs. But, I mean, for real super basic stuff, they're they're kind of equal for the basic stuff. And so um, they're more, they're, they're taking over the general practitioner type stuff, which mm -hmm. to me is super interesting. I find that just the general bumps and bruises and rashes and stuff, because like in my, you know, I'm a prepper at heart. Right. And so now all of a sudden right. it's like, man, I got some skills and this is a job right. I can do. I could be right. 90 years old and work as a nurse, you know, because it's so broad. And then, and I'm already now like I'm working on people and friends and family. Jeff, I got this. And you're like the, yeah, it's like a mechanic in the neighborhood that brings their cars over. Exactly. <laughs> I learned not to get mad at the snowplow, not plowing around him, by the yep. way. Okay. Yep. I'm like, all right, bro. I know you're fixing the neighbor's car. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's been cool. I'm still doing the business stuff. I mean, I've got, just got a couple other patents awarded. So two more tourniquets oh. that I, that are congratulations that are different than my rats tourniquet patent but sure you know just keeping my mind active and solving stuff and when I mean, we've got a dog leash that we're pushing out and so i love that no that's perfect and cats my cat is leash trained i just want to let you know that so as long as it's compatible i'll like i'll i'll rock it with my cat luna no problem oh well I'll, let me know i'll get you one so you can test it out that's cool oh do it do it yeah i'll, I'll tick tock that right up dude no problem and <laughs> i'll because people love to watch my cat on a leash for some reason it's not the norm but uh you know she climbed a tree when we got her as a kitten and she went like 60 feet up one of my pines oh. i couldn't get her down and it was october cold so we called a buddy blake and he came down and he was just getting into the tree business so he put on his stilts and climbed up and 
she jumped away from him and fell 60 feet and hit the ground and then ran up on a fence. She looked like a Halloween cat. And I was like, Luna. And he was up at the top, like with his light on his helmet looking for her. And she had jumped off the whole thing, dude. Wow. I was like, okay, little kitten. And, uh, so yeah, leash, she's leash trained, bro. I was like, no, you're never getting away. <laughs> leash it is. Awesome. That's it. That's it. Now, but with the rats, that's something I want to mention. There's people out there that have this, you know, back and forth about this tourniquet or that tourniquet, you know, don't use that tourniquet. And uh, people will use a belt as a tourniquet. People will use something that like a USB-C cable as a tourniquet in a moment of need. You know, it's probably best to know how to use all tourniquets rather than bash on a single singular tourniquet because some multi-letter acronym that has people who work for Tyson's Foods on its board seems to care. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, you know, when I teach classes, tourniquet use and stuff, I have a bag. I think I have 15 different tourniquets that are in there and I teach all of them because it's like, look, people ask me, Jeff, what's the best tourniquet? And I'm like, the one that you have and the one you know how to use. Because you don't always get a choice. Maybe you didn't have one with you, but the but the area that you're at. And I tell people, I'm like, look, how many of you guys out there, you know, I have a class, and I'm like, how many of you guys that are out there have have been in a gunfight? Maybe one hand will go up because he's a military dude. And I'm like, okay, how many of you guys have seen a gunfight? Maybe a hand will go up. You know, and this is like 15 students or something. I'm like, okay. How many of you have seen a car wreck? Well, psh, every hand goes up. Yeah. And I'm like, how many of you have been in a car wreck? Well, like three quarters of the hands go up. Yeah. And I'm like, well, okay, let's start talking about the number one preventable cause of death on the battlefield and in the civilian world is massive hemorrhage, is bleeding to death. And I was like, and the safest, most effective way of stopping bleeding is a tourniquet. The old wives' tales about you're going to lose the limb and all this—that's garbage. That's been that's been soundly disproven. And so, and, and if the person bleeds out, anyways, then you didn't do any good, anyways. So, right. and so, learn how to use all the tourniquets. And it's just—it's kind of like guns. Once you learn how to use a few different guns, you you can pick one up and figure it out. And it's like I've never shot this gun before. But I can figure it out because the gun is well. And tourniquets are really me, yeah. The ergonomics of it. Ergon it's mm -hmm. you can kind of like I've never seen this before, but yeah, I can figure this out. Boom, you can put that mm -hmm. on and save somebody's life. Which really, at the end of the day, is is the biggest thing. And there's so many there's so many tourniquets that are out there that you know some work for some folks and some don't. But it's like learn them all, learn them all. You know what's right. What's a little. The knowledge doesn't weigh anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right. It's better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. It's a yeah. serious type of thing, right? I have one in my daughter's car. We have one in each of our cars. And so just cuz it may not just be, uh, if it does have it to me, I'll be like, right here, get the tourniquet. <laughs> <laughs> we actually, okay. it, it was interesting. So Paul Markle, a student of the gun, just taught yeah. class last fall taught a class to some folks that were on a farm, right? And it was like, hey, here's tourniquets and all that. He, he does this great class. It's called Beyond the Band-Aid. And it's just managing trauma type stuff. And mm -hmm. two of the guys that were in the class, one week later, 
we're loading a calf. This is one of the, that's the cool thing about having done a tourniquet is you hear all of these bizarre accidents that, that uh, people have and they use your product to save a life. But um, so two guys are loading a calf into a trailer and the calf didn't want to go into the trailer. So the one is guy is kind of coaxing it. Mind you, this is one week after they had the beyond the band-aid class. One guy is kind of coaxing it and he slipped. There's some mud and he slipped. So the calf jumped over the top of him when he slipped. Well, when that happened, the calf stepped on his arm right here and sliced him open and sliced that artery. So all of a sudden he looked down and he's like, oh, crap, I just had a class on this. So he reached down and he pinched the artery that he could see that was squirting blood out. and Beyond the Band-Aid. Yep, beyond Bro. the Band-Aid. And yelled beyond at the, the other guy, tourniquet, tourniquet. So the other guy yeah. had his had a kit, ran over, threw a tourniquet, it happened to be a rat's tourniquet, but it could have been any tourniquet, threw it on sure. his arm, loaded him up, and took him to uh, took him to the hospital. And the doc was like, if it had been another couple min- minute or so, you would have died. It was like you saved his life with that, with that tourniquet. And they took it off, and the guy, he's fine, you know. But just yeah. stories like that are so incredibly humbling, where it's just like, man, that that's... So a life was saved, and he's a great guy too. A life was yeah, saved because of pinched off the he just product. pinched off the valve. He just like closed it off, just like God, close it off. Yeah, oh, yeah, crazy, serious. Huh? That's crazy. Yeah, because honestly, I guess you and talking to you makes me think past the band aid now. <laughs> I just want to say, usually it's like, oh, I got a band aid. Yeah, that's true, right? And I got some, I got an ace bandage too. What's what's past those two things? And the ice pack. You can only do so much with your orange tackle box. <laughs> with, <laughs> you but know, you with know, your safety if, clip. <laughs> if you get out there and train, though, it's it's amazing. Yeah. You know, it's amazing what you can improvise. But you've got you've got to train. You know, it's. It was the, what was that, the Boston bombing that, I mean, that was horrible, but the Boston bombing. Marathon. You know, a bunch of people were trying to do tourniquets, and um, I, th- I think, don't quote me exactly on this number, but it was like 70% of the, the impromptu tourniquets were not effective. So that went out through the trauma community, and it was like, don't even try doing, um, you know, hasty tourniquets because they're Anything. ineffective. And it's like, yeah. no, 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 no. They were in it. That's like saying that the car is ineffective because you don't know how to drive it. it it's like, right. no, you, these guys. Maybe proper trained. placement would have helped if someone had some knowledge proper of like, oh, put it up higher or tightening, you know, you know, place, yes. exactly. And so that like making it tight. That was. Yeah, the huh. issue. Yeah. yeah. But but it's not. And tourniquets, they're not, they're not intuitive. And so like you had mentioned, no. you had mentioned belts, you know, and, and belts actually don't make very good tourniquets, but you can use a belt as a tourniquet, but you've got to know how to do it. And it, and there's some training that has to take place. So that's what we tell folks. It's like, what is the best tourniquet? The one that's on you, the one that you can, you can impromptu put on to save somebody's life. You know, you can make a tourniquet out of a T-shirt, but you got to know how to do it. But right. it, it's just it not can't like be real done. quick we and did tight. A, we did a video. It's interesting. We did a video on Ready Man. It's been a few years ago, where we used all kinds of different stuff to uh, shut down blood flow. We had a Doppler ultrasound. We were stopping blood flow in the legs. It was Josh Fighter. Josh was the guy, and I mean, we were using 
all kinds of stuff that like, you know, people in the trauma world would scream about, but then it's, it's like, Hey, look, the idea is to stop the bleeding, get them to the hospital. And then, and you're not going to hurt them. You know what I mean? And so, and even if they do like get compartment syndrome or something, they're not dead. So let's keep that in mind. So, yeah. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. That's crazy because speaking of like injuries, you know, I go snowboarding quite a bit. And uh, a little couple days ago, I had took a hit on the back of my head and uh, the goggles had shifted on my head and kind of bashed into my nose. And I was like, oh, stupid helmet. (laughs) That's the first thing I said, right? (laughs) But. (laughs) <laughs> stupid helmet you just saved my life yeah. <laughs> oh man and then i stopped and i said thank you helmet because it would have been worse if i had <laughs> caught my edge you know and really smacked my head what if there was a hidden tree stump underneath that snow you yeah. know or any of that type of stuff yeah. you know i'm you're riding under terrain that you just don't know and it's like or you do but you don't and so yeah Damn helmet. <laughs> Messing up my money maker. What are you doing? <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So Oh man, that is a, that's another thing. There's I know a friend of mine, he just went through the whole EMT course here in Utah. He's super proud of that. And now he's running ski patrol. You know, good that for is him. Uh, good for him. Right. Everybody like I was just having this discussion. It was like, you know what? EMT certification should be in the high school curriculum. It's sure. like, it's like, wait, you know, we're worried about school shootings and stuff. Well, hell, let's just make, let's make all these seniors first responders. How many lives I mean, would we save? And wow, they're getting an education at the same time and they're getting college credit. Let's, 
why don't we do and something hanging out like with a fire that? truck sometimes i mean hello i mean it's cool stuff it's not like you know if you're hanging out and learning all the first responder stuff you're gonna be hanging out with the jaws of life and hanging out with these guys and Let, saline make, bags of iv solution for let's make you know, good doing citizens pricks. you know it's all yeah, about yeah. you know one of the things i talk about and, the, and it applies to this one of the things i talk about in the retreat is in psychology there's this thing called the trifecta of happiness and everybody lately it's it's a, going around dopamine and serotonin and whatnot in our bodies that these are the feel good chemicals that you know neurotransmitters that are that are in our bodies and and well the trifecta of happiness is serotonin oxytocin and dopamine and the single and so that's kind of the three things that if those three are in balance through your body it, you feel really good you're pleasant to be around you're helping other people out and you know and this is a whole lecture that I give as as part of the retreat so you can understand what's going on at the chemical level of your body but trifecta of happiness the number one way that you can activate the trifecta of happiness in your body is service serving other people activates the trifecta of happiness so and then and that's where I'm just like you know with the mental health crisis that we have going on in the United States and depression's an all-time high and blah 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 all this stuff it's like let's why don't we why don't we institute programs in high schools that being an EMT by nature is serving your fellow man. So let's give them skills, confidence, stuff that they'll use for the rest of their lives, even if they're never an EMT, because how many people have seen a car wreck, right? Everybody in the class always raises their hand. Now we can help people and they can they can render aid, you know, they can be that guy in the neighborhood that knows something. Bob's having a heart attack and they can run down the street and render aid to their to their neighbor or to a family member. Now it's service, activating that trifecta of happiness. That'd be a super cool thing, you know. I, I mean this is kind of a pipe dream and utopia, but it But it could really- happen. It could, because, I mean, we had auto shop, we had wood shop, we had these different types of skill classes that taught us, this is how you change a tire, this is how you change your light bulb on your headlight, you know, uh, this is the, a lot of the fan belts, you know, you'd get in and, you know, uh, it was male-female ratios were almost even in auto shop and things in wood class, mm-hmm. you know, because uh, kids were in classes doing different things, so it could totally be something like that, and it would just need an advocate to probably steer that ship you know someone that could take someone has to become the teacher someone has to be like you know passionate about it and to kick it off and then uh, as they produce that success then that's just going to produce other teachers to be successful mm-hmm. behind that uh, you know you know and i'm probably hyper fixated on medical because of my background and because yeah, yeah. Of being a nurse but i don't know i just see that as one of those where it's like you know, we just we just got back from vacation over Christmas, and you know, when I helped, let's say I had like six different people came to me. Seven came to me and were like, "Hey, can you help me with X, Y, and Z?" And I was like, "Yeah, absolutely." And it's just a it's just a really cool feeling. But you know, it could also be that neighborhood mechanic, like what you're talking about, where it's like you know, that service is service, right? Right. It's right. You know, I mean. <laughs> shoveling your neighbor's snow just to be nice is the nice thing it's just i'm already there i'll just do an extra lift and then there's just another lift and then just another lift and pretty soon i've done their driveway and then i'm at the next neighbor's driveway and i'm like when do i stop yep yep yep, yep. and now i'm like i need a snow plow 
See, that's how my thought process is. I need a four wheeler. I can do the whole neighborhood. That's <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Right. So, so it's it's been a cool. It's been a you know it's been a cool journey. You know, and really taking this you know full cycle. That's exactly what we're trying to do with Black Autumn when we wrote you know when we wrote that novel was. I mean, you remember I, I said it was, we're coming up with a clever way to get people. Like we had no idea if if uh, Black Autumn. We didn't know if we we're going to sell one novel, you know. But we figured right. our friends and family do it, and this would be kind of a cool, clever way to get people thinking about emergency preparedness. So you know, and then it grew hair—no pun intended—but uh, grew hair and <laughs> and uh, turned into what it is today. You know, so is is pretty cool. It's clever because you do like to talk and, and you have a lot of expertise about all of ready man style stuff, like how to like, you know, do little survival things and, you know, use a slingshot when you don't know how to, if you don't have anything, here's how you make a slingshot. You know, that's, that's really like what's in your, you're like a Swiss army knife. I'm sure you have a toothpick hidden on you somewhere (laughs) at the end of the day, you know, here's my, yeah, right. I got my pencil. There's my toothpick. (laughs) Ode to David Letterman. Just to you, my man. There you go. (laughs) The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus in President Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. And then the other project that I've been steadily working on is Juxi.com, J-U-X-X-I.com. Because after we got booted off of uh, YouTube, it was like, well, I guess we need our own video platform. So we've been working right. on our own video platform. So if you're familiar with Full30, F-U-L-L-3-0, it's kind of like a YouTube for firearms. Juxi absorbed Full30, and so now we're... 
we've got the technology is stable on that for moving video back and forth. And so now we're continuing to push that and, and grow that too. So it's a video platform that, you know, we're not censoring people and um, letting the first amendment be. So it's just kind of like have a free, uh, like not really a free for all, but like the freedoms that we would think that you should have Mm -hmm. to post, right? That's kind of, uh, cause you'll probably have some type of safeguard, uh, you know, to prevent, you know, like, you know, like faces of death from reappearing. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I mean, you know, child porn and all that, you know, yeah, obviously, you know, we, and we're pretty steadfast. It's like, Hey, if you put illegal stuff up on here, not only will we delete your page, but we're going to report you to law enforcement because we don't, right. Right. You know, if you're hurting kids or stuff like that, it's like, Nope, Nope, not doing that. But as far as like, Somebody asked me, they're like, what if somebody's a Nazi? And, wants and I was like, hey, that's their opinion. They can do that as long as they're not hurting anybody. My, my kids are Jewish. And so that's where it was like, but then I'll take my kids there and I'll go, see this? Watch this. That's why these guys are assholes. Mm-hmm. And, um, mm-hmm. But if it's some secret. It's like he's outing account, himself being that way. Why would you even? I mean, I, I hate that it gets put out there, right? But there's somebody out there that has some type of dumbass cause like, I don't know. Well, you know what, you know what is interesting. I'm trying to remember where I read this, but um, what what really took the wind out of the sails, pretty much killed the KKK, was there was a, a journalist that got into the KKK and and became a member, and then started doing news articles on them, and turned you know and showed basically showed the truth of what these guys were doing because it was kind of a secret organization, and they had challenging right. words and stuff like that and so this guy <laughs> opened it up and all of a sudden these guys you know they're like wait a minute we're we sound like little kids running around in bed sheets only we're assholes because we're racist and, yeah. and it, you know yeah, took yeah, the yeah. wind out of the was not looking good yeah we're not looking good totally because bad. because the light nope. was, was shown on them and people could shining go, oh this is what these guys are about well they're well they're jerks i don't know i don't i'm not interested in being part of them and try so, to step, you have to step outside of it and then see it. And then all of a sudden someone else came in and did that and wrote about it. And then you read about it. You're like, wait, that's me. That's us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. bro. Yeah. yeah. So, that is. so that's a, you know, we're, that's what we're working on right now. I mean, it's right now it's heavy on the firearms because firearms are so censored everywhere that they can come to jukesy.com and, and, you know, it's like you can, Talk about having your firearms classes and, and without worried about getting shadow banned or shut down or whatnot. So. Right. You know, and it, there's only so much. I mean, I have uploads. We have YouTubes. And, you know, I do a lot of airsoft war games, right, Jeff? And the guns that I have are getting banned for the conversation. I'm like, hey, I'm a professional in a gun range environment doing professional safety, shooting my professional airsoft gun, et cetera, et cetera. And it's still banned. And then I have to appeal it. And then the appeals come through and they're like, oh, sorry. But what I did was I went and read like, you know, the TikToks, the YouTubes and all the different, you know, this is what you're supposed to do in your lane, right? I'm listing stuff in a firearms category. And so I went and read every single thing and nothing in there says airsoft, not a single thing. Yeah. So I was just like, how? So they, they have to be shown that, right? Because they're just sitting behind a keyboard with a list and they're just like, yes, it looks like a gun. Yes. It looks like a gun hitting that key. Yes. It looks like a gun. Um, um, and then here's rad replying for an appeal saying, Hey, let me explain. 
I'm amazed like, they haven't they haven't completely shut you down. To tell you the truth, they YouTube shut us down. They wouldn't even admit that they shut us down until we forced them on a conference call, and then it was like, a, "Oh, we'll get back to you." And we never heard anything. Same with Facebook. We we appealed and appealed and appealed, and they're like, "Yeah, we're we're looking over your appeal," and they just they completely shut us down. And we weren't doing any anything political or. Super light. You know when we did that uh, mission six zero, the fifty cal out there, yeah, at the farm. I took a quick like one minute video of me doing a, a stand up with the fifty. I think what Mitch filmed it, and then I uploaded it, and it got shut down. I was like out of range <laughs> with instructors on both sides. Yeah, like you know, and then they came back and they put it back up, but it had lost all of its original momentum. Yep, and yep. that's kind of like. And now I just feel like there's a little bit of like, you know, some type of glitter they sprouted on me that keeps me in certain search algorithms and, you know, whatnot. So, for now. so Juxi, huh? Yeah. J-U-X-X-I, huh? J-U-X-X-I dot com. People ask us, where'd you get the name? And we're like, we made it up. Sounds cool. We, we wanted something that sounded <laughs> cool. We made it up. And, um, and what it allow us to kind of write our own, you know, write our own script type thing. Because we're yeah. opening it up to more than just firearms. But if you type sure. in full30full30.com, it takes you to the firearms section of Juxy. I so see. It's, so it's a redirect there. Well, you know, if you think of a jukebox from back in the day, it was just full of a collective of different genres of everybody's right. taste of music, bro. That's so right. It's like, <laughs> let's flip it through. Country to disco. That's what's up. <laughs> so true. It's so true. So that's Juxy.com, and you're you're putting that out there. So if you're looking to, you know, put your content up somewhere and you want another place to do it check out juicy i would i'm gonna check it out i'll create an account awesome yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah for sure know. i will i will indeed do you have what's the last book in your a black autumn that you've got and what's the next one well blood springs the last book we just released it and it's it's the culmination event that takes place i don't i mean it, it happens throughout but there's a big war that's taking place because the cartel has has uh, pushed up through southern Utah, or through the southern U.S., and they're trying to get into Utah because they're trying to secure the oil oil stores. So we, the premise of this section is, if you look at old old Mexico, a bunch of the Western United States was originally part of Mexico, and then we won that back in the Mexican American War. So we took that premise, and there's still a belief that down, you know, by the fringe, by the radicals, whatever you want to call them, that they want to take that portion of the U.S. back, California, New Mexico, Arizona, and so, and pull that back. So as a matter of fact, here in Utah, when the Mormons first came into the Utah Valley, it was Mexico for about two years before it got pulled into the Union. So they actually, the Mormons left the Union and then it Came to Mexico. Became Mexico, or it, they came to Mexico to yeah. get away from the persecution, and then it and then it flipped over and became a U.S. territory because of the wars. So it's pretty interesting history. And so all of the stuff that we write, we try to take a very historical bent on the books. We look to the past to see to the future. So, like the homestead, which is a main 
a main portion of where all the people are, the characters of the book, not all, but most of the characters of the book of original Black Autumn. The homestead is about 150, 200 people. And we took that number because historically speaking, groups of people that are about 150 to 200 seem to do better. And when, and so if you look at a bunch of the tribes, and we even saw this in Afghanistan still to this day, villages were about 150 to 200 people. And once, and because that's a manageable level of people, and then once they got bigger than that, they would split off and, and form a new tribe, a new village, or new whatever it was, Somali, its clans. And then what that allowed them to do was you've got enough people that, you can feed them, you can secure them, you can take care of them. People can be sick, but work can still get done. You can watch out over other people. You've got kids, you've got older. And so it seems to be that kind of that sweet spot where you can replace the number of people that are there. And so that was the number. And then, so that's the whole premise with, you know, America Invaded, which is one of the parallel novels, and finally Blood Spring is that old thing of of this conquest to take back what was Mexico, you know, back in the uh, 1800s, early 1800s. And so 1847. Yes, like 1844-ish, right? Because we became a state in 1847, right? Days of yeah. 47 parade. And then and not long after that, so Johnston's army came out to Utah. That's pretty much what established this as part of the of the Union. And then the Civil War kicked off, and so the Union and the South wanted to secure the lines through Utah. So that's where Cedar Fort came from and Douglas, because they were trying to secure, to keep the, the South from splitting over and uh, attacking California and whatnot. It's really interesting, rarely looked at history of the United States with that, that everybody thinks of the Civil War as only taking place in the South. Like North Carolina, South Carolina. <laughs> exactly. And and there was fighting going on in Texas. And, you know, there's stories of lost uh, Confederate gold here in, in uh, Utah and, and in New Mexico and stuff. So so that's kind of the premise. So we're, we're, we're big advocates of look to the past, to look to the future. Like book two, which is Blood... So it's Black Autumn, Blood Spring, and then... I'm sorry, Black Autumn, White Wasteland. And then blood spring. So it follows fall, winter, spring. And then white wasteland, we delve into a bunch of the mental health type issues that, you know, with uh, like the book starts out pretty dark with a guy committing suicide because, you know, there's a pestilence that's going through a flu that's killing a whole bunch of people. We wrote that prior to COVID too, but, um, but a flu goes through and, and kills a bunch <laughs> well, of people. You. <laughs> and so, uh, and then a big fight and, but, but, you know, just mental health issues that people are grappling with because, you know, malnutrition and whatnot. And what we actually did is we looked back at the, at the dark ages, the middle ages and what people don't understand, uh, rarely understand is that suicide was rife through the dark ages. It was, it was so bad in the dark ages that if you think about it, the Catholic Church, who was a predominant uh, religion at that time throughout Europe, came out with an edict that said, you've got to stop committing suicide. And then they, they, they made it so extreme that they said, if you commit suicide, you're going straight to hell. There's no repentance. Right. There's no, you're going straight to hell. So that was the extreme measures that was taking place because it was happening all over because we had the, the plagues were happening. We're in 
There was a mini ice age that had taken place. There was pestilence. There was starvation that coincided with these plagues. And so we took a snapshot of that and put that into uh, into white wasteland. We studied a lot about the uh, Spanish flu and how people reacted for that, and then some of the some of the trickle down stuff that happened when people were were sick because they were wearing masks that were dirty. And so bacterial pneumonia actually killed more people than the Spanish flu. A bunch of people were being attributed to dying of the Spanish flu, but it was bacterial pneumonia. So a bunch of people in the U.S. So anyways, we, we tied, all that, crazy. tied all that together. Right. No, I love it. I love it. So it made for a pretty, you know, what we felt pretty realistic, interesting read. So. Well, and what I was going to say, it's like when you turn the alphabet from A, B, C, D to A, B, C, D, E, F, G, you start to memorize it, you start yep. to learn it, and you start to enjoy it. And so if you could take some of these things, like you said, that are very technical on a piece of paper that technical people already know, the technical paperwork, but you put it into a format where Rad's going to read it, and you want Rad around, and I can say, hey, I learned how to do this, watch this, how'd you learn that? <laughs> you know, it's like reading a book. You know, it was an an interesting book that captivates you. It's a post-apocalyptic and there's all these different scenarios that happen that takes place with the backdrop of Utah as its landscapes. And, uh, you know, someone who is a nomad out there all the time looking, I guess, for the lost gold of the Southern <laughs> Wars. I haven't found it yet. <laughs> I'll let you know. <laughs> I'm all over the desert. I'm like, what's in this mine hole down here? Who's down there? <laughs> oh boy, you know, you know, oh, yeah. you know, dude. Well, listen, I, I think that you should check out Jeff's books and his series of Black Autumn. I really appreciate you being on the show. And, you know, the circle is uh, tight around us. I know people in the circle you do and, uh, and vice versa. And I would give them all a shout out, but this is about you right now. And uh, to about the author, Jeff Kirkham. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. I, I, I RN it. as well. Yeah. 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 I, I, and congratulations I, on that. Well, thanks. Yeah. It's been cool, man. Just constant, you know, got to constantly feed the machine or else, uh, you know, you get stagnant. Stagnant doesn't help anybody. So I'm a big. Well, you got the constant green beret mentality, bro. Of just like always educating yourself. Right. I give that like my dad was the same way until he died. He was working on his PhD, his doctorate. That's awesome. That's so, you awesome. know, so, so, you know, and in human business, a human resource and business management, he had already a master's. So then he was chasing the doctor, but he got sick and, you know, that took him down. And, but again, you know, he always had that drive and he instilled that he's like, always chase more. So we appreciate you, Jeff. I do. Well, thank you, man. I appreciate it. It's always, always a blast chatting with you for sure. Well, thank you. And I think I'll let you get back to your busy day today. And I'm going to take off and go take care of other things. And so I really want to say thanks for joining me on this episode of Soft Rep Radio. You've been a fantastic guest, friend, and someone to look up to. So, you know, uh, in, this, in the business world, bro, I know your resume. So I look up to it. So thanks again for joining us. Thank you. And peace. You've been listening to Soft Rep Radio. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This 
is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 